Hello. Hi, hi, Miss Grundy. Don't mind me. I'm just doing my um, high school musical vocal warm ups. Yeah. <laughs> Something he does every day. I do that before I answer the phone. Do you? No. <laughs> Imagine if I did. I believe that you would. Hello, Jodie Carvel. I've not seen you in a week. I know. It's been a long week. I've missed you dearly. I've missed you. <laughs> somehow Some, <I'd>, somewhat. <laughs> somehow I don't believe that. <laughs> but, um... This week, we're going to be a little bit more light, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, last week we talked a lot about uh, the MLMs and the pyramid schemes. Yeah. It got a bit heavy in places. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it was still a good conversation. It, I mean, listening to it back, it wasn't as heavy as it felt in the moment. I think we might have just been a bit a bit wrapped up in it yeah. on, in the day. Do you listen to our podcast back? Um not religiously but um i do because i, d- I want to know if i said something that makes me sound like an idiot which i do most of the time how do you think i feel <laughs> what listening to me or being an idiot yourself? being an idiot myself i feel like i'm the one who puts my foot in it more often than you do yeah because i cut out things that you've said because i'm like mm, that's a bit do you yes like no not a lot but like the first episode we recorded I had to cut out quite a lot of things that you said. Yeah, but that was just that was just first episode um, nerves. Growing pains. If that's what you want, that's what <laughs> that's the alternate name for this podcast. <gasps> growing pains. Joe and Jody's growing pains. Yeah. Okay. We'll Wait. have that as a backup. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, but I mean, last week we did we spoke about quite um, quite serious things, but this week we just thought we were going to have a bit of a, a more natural, free flowing conversation, not about anything, any one thing in particular. Just yeah. have a have a nice catch up, and um, you know, maybe a kiss or two. <laughs> <laughs> he looked me in the eyes as he said that, and I felt like it was about to happen. <laughs> it wasn't it. Well, I need to sneeze, so I might sneeze in your mouth. Please don't. No. (laughs) Please, God, no. Okay, I want to talk about Drag Race because... Oh, before we talk about anything else. Okay. After... This thing, what? After we recorded the last episode, as soon as it was over and we we had finished, I thought, I've got a great idea, but I've been sitting on it literally for seven whole days. Right. Oh god, that must have been excruciating for you. I'm used to sitting on things, but not for seven <laughs> days. <laughs> okay, yeah, go ahead. I thought, how? Listen to this, and I've been I've been keeping this from Jodie all week because I wanted to get her honest, natural first re- response. I feel like now oh, the I've, pressure's on now. I feel like I've hyped it up too much now. Yeah. But what if we did an episode? Where we took the mic and the laptop and whatever, and we went to, um, uh, we we went and recorded an episode in like Canuck Chase, and recorded it like a pod in the park. That's already happened. Let us do it. It's called podcast, but outside. Well, let's not do that, but let's call it pod in the park because I was thinking. What was suit? <laughs> I was thinking about like um T four on the beach and T four in the park and whatever. Do you remember T four? Yes, I remember T four. I thought we could do like. And then interview, like, passing dog walkers. <laughs> Literally already a thing. <laughs> and who's going who's gonna to want to I'm so, I'm so glad I've been sat on that for a week. <laughs> no, it is a funny idea, but it's already a, th- a podcast. Yeah. I mean, not do it every episode, but if we could do, like, a one-off special where we pod in the park. Yeah, I'm up for that when the pan- panorama's over. <laughs> 
Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Everything always comes back to Miss Rona. It does, yeah. Which is why I probably shouldn't sneeze in your mouth. I mean... I mean... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Drag Race. Okay. It was the semi-final of season two of the UK, Drag Race. Yeah, so um, I know we talk about it a lot, but I mean... It's the best program on television at the moment. So if you're not watching it, you need to start watching it. Um, yeah, and season 13 is so long that it's just taking a mickey now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but that's because they ordered the secret celebrity drag race episodes and then it got cancelled. So they just used it, that money. Because it to, was Because it was shite. Because And then they just used the money that they'd already spent on the secret celebrity drag race episodes on giving more episodes to season 13, which is why we had, like, four weeks at the beginning when no one went home. We've had a double save. And it's like, come on now. I've got my life to live. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They're giving us two seasons at once, which is already quite overwhelming. Very overwhelming. Because every week I'm like, I open Twitter.com and if I haven't caught up with both series of Drag yeah. Race, yeah. someone's going to have tweeted and I'm going to... like. I, you spoiled I season... I spoiled season 13 for Joe by accident because normally Joe's really on top of Drag Race. He watches it as soon as it comes out so I always just assume he's seen it. Well, normally what happen- what, n- Normally the situation is um, because I'm on furlough at the minute and I'm not going anywhere, literally, but Adam's still going to work Monday to Friday. So normally it's like we wake up on the Saturday morning and put Netflix on and watch Drag Race season 13 mm-hmm. first thing on a Saturday morning like it's our, like you would when you were a kid and you watched Saturday morning cartoons yeah. we watched Drag Race on a Saturday morning instead but it's like uh, last Saturday Adam went to work and I, I didn't want to wa- I didn't want to like wake up and watch it on my own watch it without him I can't believe your straight boyfriend watches Drag Race with you he lo- he probably loves it more than I do, you know. Really? No way. <laughs> Adam's the straightest boy I've ever met. No, it's like um, he. I understand. I mean, gay boy, straightest gay boy. We, we we end up watching things like two or three times anyway. There's a film on Amazon Prime. I don't know if you've seen it. It's called Escape from Pretoria. No, because I do not support Amazon. Oh, okay. So. Well, there's a film on Amazon Prime called Escape from Pretoria, and it's um, it's got Daniel Radcliffe in, <laughs> and it's he's he plays um. I don't know why that's funny to me. <laughs> It's based in um, South Africa, in like the in um. Oh, your phones, your phones ringing. Hello, everybody. Sorry about that. Jodie just had a phone call about a um. She took her car to the garage and had to get a new tire. I drive over a nail, and it cost me fifty three pounds. All that for a press on fingernail. Yeah, all of that. (laughs) No, Jodie drove over a big old dirty hammering nail and. Popped her tyre, so she's had to get her a new one. This comes not long after I've just had to pay £600 to get my car fixed for something else, and then I drive over a nail. What was that for? The bloody... Do you think I know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I thought you might have... Something to do with the steering, something to do with the belt and the engine, I don't know. It sounds like you just took it to the mechanic and they went... Let's try and get some money yeah, out of this girl. Like this stupid bitch. No, my granddad took me, and my granddad knows them, so when they told my granddad what was wrong, my granddad was like, "Yeah, you gotta get that sorted." And to be honest, I can't really moan because my granddad did lend me the money. <laughs> oh, okay. Shout out to Robbie. Love you, Rob. Yeah, and he, I went round for dinner the other day for Mother's Day, and he was like, "Where's my money?" <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well, bitch, better have my money. Can you believe what? Listen to this, right? This is okay. off topic. I know we were talking about drag race, but 
my granddad, whenever you make dirty jokes around him, he acts like, oh my God, can't believe you just said that. You know, like, he's just like, you're mad, whatever. And then the other day, when I was eating there, um, he was like, why haven't you ate your stuffing? I said, I don't like stuffing. And he turned around to me and he went, that's not what Ben says. <gasps> that, I don't know how to respond. <laughs> No, yeah, it's a funny joke, but my granddad never makes jokes like that. I just looked at him and I said, I can't believe you just said that to me. I'm actually a little bit speechless. Oh, no. I no! Can you Im- imagine Robbie saying that? No. Stone face Robbie. Everyone calls him stone face because he hardly cracks. <laughs> like, he, he does have a good sense of humour, but like... He got you. Oh, my God. I just looked at him like, I can't believe you just said that to me. One nil, granddad. That's so out of order. <laughs> I don't like stuffing. That's not what Ben said. Oh, my God. I was like, you know I'm your granddaughter, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, I was on a I was on a tangent about this escape from Pretoria, wasn't I? Yeah. Which, um, because we, we end up watching things like two or three times. And we've been watching this escape from Pretoria. And um, we watch, well, we put it on. Um, and that I watched, but... Adam's got this habit where he falls asleep in the middle of things. You say this all the time. You can't watch anything without him falling asleep. I can't. I literally cannot. So we'll watch something um, and then he'll fall asleep halfway through. And then he'll be like, oh, we need to rewatch that because I need to watch the second half. And I'm like, right, okay. So I'll watch it again. Um, And then, but this time he fell asleep when we were rewatching it. That's so, so annoying. I've had to watch it three times. <laughs> but I didn't mind because it was quite a good film. It's like set in the middle of like apartheid and it's about these guys who in make... In the middle of what? Apartheid. What the fuck does that mean? What? What? What do you mean? What's apartheid? Apartheid. That's like the period of time before Nelson Mandela got into office when it was like segregation and like it was black buses, black taxis and like non... Like white people had one thing, black people had it. It was like very segregated. That's what apartheid is. I'm such a stupid bitch because I've never heard of that in my life. What are you on about? That word I've never heard. You've we definitely did apartheid at school. We didn't. No, I didn't. Do you know what every history lesson was on school? World War Two. World War fucking two. (laughs) Yeah, true. But um, no, we definitely did apartheid at some point. But it's like apartheid in South Africa was like um, the segregation. So it's like you had like non. Taxes for specifically non-white people, taxes for white people, mm-hmm. and um, like cinemas and all that sort of thing. Yeah, segregated like, cinemas. That's so extra. Like, well, exactly. Exactly. And the, in the film, it's like these people, these like white guys, who were campaigning against apartheid and want like a multinational. Or oh, so mul- it's a white savior film. Basically, basically, yeah, and it's the well, it's it's based on real people who were like campaigning and protesting and stuff to get apartheid ended, and these guys end up breaking out of prison, and it's quite a good film actually. Mm-hmm. But um, no, that was um, we so we, I was talking about that because we was on about um, I, I didn't I didn't end up watching Drag Race on the Saturday because you and then you spoiled it for me yeah because, because you FaceTime you FaceTimed me on the Saturday I opened the big blue bird app. Yeah. I open it for some entertainment and casual fun and then every queen gets on there as soon as the episode airs and tweets a spoiler. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to start like muting people. We <laughs> We um oh that would be so good if you could select like mute these two hundred drag queens. Yeah. But only between these set hours. Until I've watched the Until, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
But um, no, because you we, we were on FaceTime on Saturday and yeah. you were like, oh, I can't believe Denali went home. And I was like, oh, thanks. I haven't watched it, but thanks. And I was well, like... You've probably just spoiled it for some people. <laughs> well, it's been a week, so come on. I still haven't watched it. Oh. I, I, I caught up with the UK one because I'm more invested in that. Denali. Denali. There's this man on TikTok, someone's dad, and she films him reacting to Drag Race. What is it? Is he Irish or something? I have no idea. What is he? He's like Denali. Yeah, he might be He might be Irish. I don't know what he is, but they, the, he but, loves Denali. Denali, yeah. Um, no, but we, because we wanted to talk about Drag Race because it's the best programme on television at the moment. The UK season two. The UK series two on the iPlayer. So if anybody hasn't caught up, you need to catch up because it was just the semi-final. Yeah. So the finale is next week. So we wanted we wanted to do um, a, an episode this week talking about that because we, we both love it and um, we want to make some predictions for the next episode. Yeah. Don't we? Yeah. I mean... My predictions aren't going to be who... I don't know. I'm, I have a lot of conflicting feelings about this winning, winner's circle right now. Well, not winners, but top four. You know what I mean? Uh, how so? Well, first of all, let me just say, Drag Race Season 13 is is a bit shit season. Not because of the queens. There's a lot of queens I love on there. So don't think that I'm like slagging off the talent, because no. that's not the case. I don't think it's a shit season. I think it's like they've, it's, they've filmed it in the middle of a pandemic they're just dragging it out too long that's all yeah true but that's that's like i said earlier they bought extra episodes yeah. and had things cancelled and they've just had to whack extra episodes in the series haven't yeah. they so I, I have got queens on that season that i stand but when it comes to the uk season i think it's just like the sense of humor as well because we are british yeah yeah we think we i mean across the board this the theme on, on the big bluebird app yeah. seems to be that uk series two is much more preferred mm-hmm to the audience than uh, season 13 of the US one. And I think that's probably just because the, the UK queens are a bit more, um, not necessarily down to earth, but they're not, com- because they don't compete for money. Which is so fucked up. Very fucked up. They do it, It's almost like they're doing it for the love of the game, really. I mean, all they're doing it for is, I think it just gives them a platform at this point, and if they win, obviously, that's great, but there's actually, it's, I think it's gross that they don't get the same prize as the US. Queen. Yeah, me too. And the, the bullshit excuse of, oh, well, it's on the BBC, so they don't get prize money. Um, Excuse me, have you seen Gordon Ramsay's bank balance on the BBC? <laughs> is that on the BBC? That's on the BBC, <laughs> and people win, like, like thousands and thousands on there so how can gordon ramsay i just don't think they want to give the show the budget even though it's probably making them so much money well it's it the popularity of it on the iplayer is getting bbc3 brought back as a terrestrial tv channel exactly so they need to stop paying the, these queens they owe it to the gays yeah the, the gays and the theys some homophobia right there <laughs> no but i mean they they always say like oh well the queens on drag race uk don't get prize money because it's on the BBC. And it's like, well, fucking sack the BBC off, put it on Channel 4 and give these hoes some money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but as, as far as it goes... Give her her money! <laughs> <laughs> as far as... She it... deserves to be paid for the work she's been doing. Give her her money! Oh my God, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, as far as it goes for the top four, I didn't think the top four was going to be who it is. Oh, I what? thought there was going to be one who was different. Do you want to guess? You, un- well, I think the one you thought 
is interchangeable is Miss Ellie Diamond, and I agree. Who? What did you think? Did you? I envisioned a horror in her place. Yeah, a horror. I thought a horror was going to be in the top four, and I'm really mad that she's not because I love a horror. But I also kind of love the fact that she's not there, and it's like, like it's used like the producers have kicked her out for story. Do you know what I mean? It's, that's fucked. That's They've so kicked fun. her out and said, like, nah, we're going to kick her out because this is going to cause some shit to be stirred up. And as much as I love Tace, she's so fit and funny and whatever. Beautiful fashion queen. And she's Welsh and you love the Welsh. Yeah, I do love the Welsh. You're blooming gorgeous, you are. <laughs> we'll get into that one day. <laughs> but that's a story for another day. Oh, that, oh that's a story for another day. <laughs> I, I would have em- envisioned a horror being in the top four before Taste, because Taste has lip-synced a lot, hasn't she? Yeah. yeah. Um, you got to be careful what you say, though, because we might have some passionate Taste listeners out there. I, I love Taste. I'm happy she's in the top four. I said to Joe, I want my top four to be Taste, Ahura, Lawrence and Bimini. The United King Dolls. The United King Dolls, and then instead, there was all this... I don't know. I'm just annoyed. I do like Ellie, but I just didn't think she was going to be top four. Yeah. I think they've given Ellie Diamond such a weird edit this season. Yeah. Because it's like pre... Obviously, they they were filming before COVID, before the first lockdown. And then they had to stop for seven months mm. and then like re- resume filming. But before, before they all went home, it was almost like Ellie wasn't really part of it. Mm-hmm. It was like, I, I don't really remember her pre... Mm-hmm pre-covid mm-hmm. and then she's come back and like they, they they gave her an episode where and she said like oh a horror's turning me on wearing this leather hat around the workroom and i was like where did that come from <laughs> <laughs> they just they've just edited really like I, I feel like because she hasn't won anything they're we just didn't... they're just like shoving her in like trying to yeah. wedge her into the the narrative and it's like you yeah. don't really need to I, just, I don't know i just don't really like the way that she's we didn't expect some of the things she did like sabotaging everyone and being dirty diamond because her name and her image is so like cutesy isn't it yeah it's very like candy floss <laughs> katie perry yeah. california dreams era yeah and then she's like she's talking about a horror turning me on in this leather yeah. hat and i'm like it's just a hat relax yeah oh my god <laughs> and then she went a on like just turn me on that she went on like a whole tangent of being like oh well i'm quite into leather and and that sort of scene and i was like what i was like miss ellie diamond what has that got to do with anything <laughs> Why are you telling? Like, literally, I don't get it. But me and Joe, when it comes to the top four, we both we both loved Bimini, and Joe wants Bimini to win. I think. I do. I think. I just think Bimini deserves it. I think she does. But I have such a big, massive, soft spot for Lawrence. Laurentia. Yeah, she's like. Did you come to her aid on Twitter when she was being bullied off the platform? Why would I? No, I just kept my mouth shut. <laughs> I don't tweet. This is the thing. Joe tweets drag queens all the time. I don't tweet drag queens. Do you, me- <laughs> you know what makes me laugh as well is? Do you remember that point in time where like I don't? I feel like it would still happen now as well. But if I get like a famous person to respond to yeah. one of my tweets, it, which happens quite frequently, it irks James, James. beyond belief. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Joe will tweet like celebrities will tweet and joe will just be in the reply saying something stupid and quite often he does like get a reaction or a reply or a like and for some reason james is like how do you do that it just drives him up the wall and i don't know why i don't know why it drives him crazy (gasps) once joe 
Go on. Do you remember when you were on uh, Charlie Hyde's Instagram saying something shady in the comments? Do I ever? Yeah. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Charlie Hyde's of um, season nine of RuPaul's Drag Race fame. Yeah. Um, she was. Uh, she posted a picture, and um, she didn't have. She normally has like a fascinator or a necklace or something. Something in the picture that's got her name. Mm-hmm. It just says Charlie in like yeah. big bold like solid block colour text yeah. and I was like she posted a picture without like a without a kooky fascinator without a necklace mm-hmm. without anything weird on her mm-hmm. and I left a comment that was like oh it's nice to see a, um, a picture without a, a without a big fascinator with your name on or something and then she responded and she was like Catty doesn't look good on you and well, I was like sarc- sarcasm wasn't it I can't remember Some, uh, sarcasm doesn't look cute on your babe or something yeah like she, that. she like she cut me back and i was like okay me, okay miss heights you win this one <laughs> and then a few either a few weeks or a few months later we went down to um to london to see my brother and um we were walking around the whole lo- city of london and everything and we ended up um going towards the um royal Vauxhall tavern which is like a really historic like gay pub basically mm-hmm. and we got there and um we went up to the doors and there was a bouncer on the door and he was like oh have you have you got there's a show on at the minute have you got like tickets and we were like no and he was like oh well um there's a show on there's a performer on you can't come in unless you've got unless you've like got a ticket and we were like oh, okay well we can we buy a ticket who's performing and he went it's charlie hydes and i was like absolutely not i'm not going in let's go somewhere else <laughs> Do something, Charlie! Exactly, exactly. Oh, just what was she like when she's like, oh, I was, well, when I was doing that, I was feigning masturbation and I had a cracked rib and I had diarrhea. And I was like, what? Charlie, <laughs> relax. She does like online bingo nights or something, did you know? No. Yeah, I know someone who like stands her and does those like bingo nights and she'll like put it on Instagram all the time and Charlie like interacts with her a lot. No, I, I I literally don't know anything about Miss Charlie Hodge no, other than that. Neither. Other than that short interaction yeah. that we had, and she nearly ruined my day out to London. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so why don't you want Lawrence to win? It's not that I don't want Lawrence. To That's win. how I feel about Bimini. I do want Bimini to win. I want this to be a double win. No, absolutely, <laughs> I cannot deal with that. You take those words back right now, lady. Okay, I'll take it back. <coughs> I feel like I, I I want Bimini to win because she will win. I know she will. I'm just looking at it as the first uh, the first episode. She was in the bottom two, lip syncing. She nearly went home. Yeah. And since then, she's just been like safe, safe, win, win, and then she's she's won four badges, which is more than Lawrence. Yeah. So it's like she's been on this uptick since she was like started in the. She literally started at the bottom. Now she's here. She's yeah. here. Oh, she, she's, she's definitely look cool. at where we are. We're here, and she's here. Yeah. But um, she started. She like had this like up up tick of like just she just got better and better each week, each week, each week. Whereas I feel like as the season's gone on, especially post COVID, Lawrence's confidence and like yeah. acting chops have been like quite shaken, and it, he's not he's not as sure as himself yeah. as he. I was really looking forward to Snatch Game with Lawrence because I was like, he's going to be so good, and. What happened was just really upsetting. Yeah. I feel like Lawrence walked in episode one and was like, this is mine. This is Lawrence Cheney's Drag Race. We were saying it was Lawrence Cheney's Drag Race. Exactly. The and then they had seven months off and it feels like since then... It's after, been his Drag Race. Since, since like the massive break, it's like Lawrence's confidence has been knocked almost. Yeah. So I feel like she's not 
she's lost a lot of momentum in the competition. She was doing quite well, but then it's like sort of mm, all right, Loz, relax. Loz, <laughs> I loved a horror though. I do like Lawrence. Don't get me wrong. I think she's absolutely fantastic. I would but it's love like, to go to a Lawrence show. In the context of the competition, the reality competition that shows the tenacity of the human spirit. <laughs> it's like i just i just feel like bimini's had that storyline of being at the bottom week one and just excelled week after week after week and ended up in the final four with four wins she probably will win what do you think about i'm sorry are we keeping you up i stifled that yawn so shut up (laughs) what do you feel about what leah refers to as rue's shake and go wigs in the workroom um i kind of love them (laughs) Leah hates them. <laughs> I kind of love them and I kind of hate them. I feel like if that, I feel like they're they're a conscious decision. Yeah. That RuPaul is making. I wish he'd wear a mullet or something. An elder barge, feel the beat <gasps> and the rhythm of the night. That brings me on to the story I wanted to share about me, Miss Crystal Method. Okay, um, this this um, episode is all about all seasons of Dreamcast. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> no, this is just like. A significant thing that happened in my life. Yeah, because season 12 was airing as we went into the first lockdown. Yeah. So I feel like as while people were stuck at home, more people got into Drag Race, didn't they? Yeah. So that season 12, while it was airing, was probably a lot of people's first first series, you know? Yeah, I hadn't thought about that, to be honest. Like, I bet a lot of straight people started watching it with their partners. I... It wasn't my first series. <laughs> this ain't my first time at the rodeo. <laughs> this is not my first time at the snatch game. Come on. Okay. Alyssa. Oh! Come on. I got it. All right. I picked it up. You didn't laugh though. Sorry. Take two. Do it again. <laughs> no. I didn't believe it. I didn't two. believe the character. At the snatch game. <laughs> okay. Um, basically, when season 12 started airing, I was like, oh my God. I really fancy Crystal Method. She's Kyle. she's What's my fa- Cody. Cody. You holding that so close to my mouth. Hello. Anyway, <laughs> I really like fell in love with Crystal Method, and I was like, she's my favorite queen. I think it's her, between her and Katia, but I think Katia is she's like off the rails at the moment. At the moment. I mean, not at the moment, but she's on Twitter. Like she. I'm in like, those silicone face masks. And I'm like, can someone check up on her? <laughs> but Crystal, I was like, oh, I love her so much. And then I realised as the season went on that I was in love with her. Like, actually in love, in love. Yeah, and then I was like, I'm really sad because, number one, I have a boyfriend. So, number two, Crystal <laughs> no, Method let is me a get gay to man. It. <laughs> number two, Crystal Method is a gay man. Number three, she lives in America. Where does she live? Missouri. Missouri. Um, so I was like, there's no way I could ever overcome those obstacles. <laughs> so you just gave up on the but dream. Genuinely, sometimes I like I know that you don't really get like this about celebrities, but I will have this like parasocial relationship in my head where I'm like, I'm in love with them. Like, do you remember in sixth form when I fell in love with Ezra Miller? Vividly. I used to be genuinely upset. I was like, because I was single at the time. I was like, he will never be my boyfriend. But I, th- I thought about him all the time. And that's, I mean, I don't feel like that about Crystal anymore. But while that season was airing, mm. I was like, oh my, sh- oh my God, I'm in love with Crystal Method. There's nothing I can do about it. Was it the mullet? It might be the mullet. She's just really cute as well, isn't she? 
like her glasses and her lovely teeth. But I feel like you're not alone in that. I feel like a lot of people had a crush on Crystal. And then there was a whole thing where they were playing up that she was with Gigi and I was really invested in that as well, to be honest. Gigi, good. But um, they were just stringing us along. Yeah, they were. But I'm I'm also quite thankful for Miss Crystal Method for being the so I'm putting it down to Crystal as being the 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 sole reason the mullet has made a comeback. I love mullets, and I'm trying to. I don't want one because I don't think I could pull it off with my face. But I keep trying to convince you and our friend Eleanor to get one. I've seen I've seen that many people on like Twitter and Instagram and stuff, like like guys, and they've shaved their hair into like a mullet shape. And I'm just like that. Is, that is the look. It is the look. That that it. I, it just. It's so. Sh- it's such a shit hairstyle, but it's. I love it <laughs> no, at the same it, time. It looks so good on Crystal. It looks so good on so many people, and I'm like, how can this haircut that is so wrong work <laughs> on so many like, different I think, people? I think Miley Cyrus brought it back. You know. No, Crystal did it before Miley. Really. One hundred percent. Because you think Miley saw the show and she was like. That's well, look. I just feel like... Um, is that your watch? Yeah, you? that's my Apple watch. I have two... Oh, new... that's my Apple watch. I, <laughs> I, have, I have a Twitter notification that says, Join Ian in following Chris Morris. Don't know who that is. <laughs> and a, uh, a reminder to breathe. Breathe? <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Um, You're getting too excited talking about this. You, your watch is like, breathe. <laughs> yeah, talking about Crystal's mullet. My yeah. watch is like, you need to take a breath. <laughs> We, no, but I feel like um, Crystal obviously had the mullet, and then I feel like she she must have had that pre season twelve. Well, yeah. So like she's invent uh, Crystal Invented mullet, Crystal mullet. Crystal mullet, Crystal mullet. <laughs> I just love her drag as well. It's so crazy. The pinata. That was a lot. I hated when she was sick into her own mouth as a bird. That was too far. <laughs> no, that was kind of iconic, to be fair. It was iconic, but I was like, you're not going to win with that, are you? Know, you? Rue's made... not going to go, that's a winner, baby. That made me laugh, because um, uh, not long after not long after that, they there's um, a well-known podcast called um, Race Chaser. don't yeah. know if you've ever heard of it. I might have. Which is uh, hosted by Miss Alaska Thunderfuck 5000 and Miss Willem Belli where they like recap every episode of Drag Race ever mm-hmm. and they had an episode with Crystal on and um did they? yeah and they were, and uh, Willem was like you're not the first bitch to be sick on the Drag Race main stage <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I, I, you can tell us simp for her because whenever I hear about her doing something I'm like really oh, really oh, yes god. it is <laughs> speaking of Lawrence oh. yes it is <laughs> I fucking love Lawrence no one say one bad word about her well, she she got bullied off Twitter. I know, but what am I supposed to do about that? I'm not a Twitter admin. No, but she got bullied off our favourite app. I know. Ben, I, I bullied my boyfriend Ben into getting Twitter. I was like, get Twitter, you're going to love it. And he was like, no, I'm not interested. He was a fucking Facebook dude. Instagram dude. Uh, he doesn't post. He just goes Absorbs on the, content. Yeah, he just absorbs content. And I was like, you love UFC, get Twitter. Because UFC Twitter is funny it's book wild it's like every there's a community for everything on twitter and like yeah, it's like when truly. the fights are going on people are live tweeting the fights it's funny there's memes whatever get involved do you know about lists on twitter no lists no they're like groups on facebook but like on twitter 
and people always invite me to like like this list of like I've, I've never been invited <laughs> oh well <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean to uh set a, set oh a, touch a nerve now <laughs> but ben finally got twitter and he's been on it for a few months and he likes it, he enjoys it. And then the other day he turned to me and he was like, I think I'm going to delete Twitter. And I was like, why? And he was like, it's so negative. <laughs> it, is, it is very negative. I was like, yeah. Yeah. But that's every part of the internet. Like Facebook isn't the most negative. Exactly. I'm like, how would you rather be scrolling through Facebook, people sharing like 10-year-old memes and posting pictures of their like... You know Children. what? You know what really annoys me about Facebook is when people screenshot tweets and put them on there. I know, yeah, Ben would Ben would be like on Instagram scrolling, you'd go look at this, and I'm like, that's literally a tweet, <laughs> and you don't want to get Twitter. Like yeah. we had that conversation for so long. Oh, I just got this Johnny and following Chris Morris thing. Oh my gosh, Ian, whoever uh, join Ian, not Johnny. <laughs> who's whoever Ian is on Twitter, and you follow someone called Chris Morris, we're gonna join you in that. Well, we've both got the no, notification. He's, he's tweeting about football. I'm not following him. We've both got the no- oh, we well, Adam might give him a follow. Adam loves football oh, Twitter. Yeah. Your straight boyfriend, Adam. <laughs> Stop calling him that. He is. You know he is. Just because he likes sport. He's, My friend Luke likes sport as well. He's literally the straightest. My friend Luke also really loves ABBA and Eurovision, so I think that kind of uh, <laughs> balances yeah, out. There's nothing in Adam's interest that would ever. If I met Adam. On like a night out, I would never in a million years think he was gay. Until I walked over and gave him the lips. Yeah, yeah, because he loves football, rugby, tits, <laughs> tits. nuts magazine. Ru- he's a roofer. Yeah, he's a he's a roofer. I'm not trying to be like gay people a femme, but he's just there's just nothing femme about him at all. Um. Yeah. Okay. Apart from the fact that he loves. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Dick? <laughs> no, but um, we like like I was saying earlier, we'll watch um like Drag Race on a Saturday morning. But if he's working on a Saturday, sorry, I just like touched you on the boob. I enjoyed it. No, oh. I didn't even feel it. Okay, it's, <laughs> if he's working on a Saturday, like I I will try and not watch Drag Race in the morning until he comes home. Because if I watch it while he's at work, he'll come home and he'll be like, "Oh, you've watched it without me, have you?" And I'll be like. Yeah, but oh, you know I'm going to watch it like every day throughout the week anyway. You need to tell the story of what when Adam come in last week about the 90 degrees thing. 90 degrees? About the the truck he was driving. What truck? Not truck, but what's he driving? Oh, when he got pulled over by the police? Because I was telling people this story and when I said that punchline, it really got a laugh. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not even a... Well, we it were is. on... Me and you were on FaceTime. Comfortable. Why did you move then? Because I'm so I'm so light here. Okay. I'm just gonna take a nap right here. Are you comfortable now? <laughs> Not really, but carry so, on. Okay. Um, last week we were on FaceTime, weren't we? No, I was here. No, recording the podcast. No, we were on FaceTime. Oh, okay. And we were <laughs> we were on FaceTime and um. All of our interactions blur into one. We were, oh, <laughs> fantastic. Are you, are you comfortable I just now? I sit on your lap, to be honest. I just think you should get comfortable first. <laughs> comfortable. You've, like, changed your seating position, like, ten times in the this last 30 seconds. This sofa is uncomfortable. No, it isn't. Okay. You finished? <laughs> yes, tell the story. Right, we were on FaceTime, and Adam came home from work, and he walked in, and um, he was like, hello, and I was like, hi. 
and um, he was like, been got pulled over by the police on my way home. I was like, all oh, right, okay, what for? And um, well, the policeman apparently pulled him over, and um, he's been driving um, his work van, which is like a flatbed truck, if you like, it's like a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. And um, the policeman pulled him over and was like, "You ever driven on an A road before?" And Adam was like, "Yeah, like, I, I, I twice a day." Yeah, like, <laughs> like I'm not a fucking idiot. Like, what you want about? And uh, the policeman was like, went right in the back of your truck. Nothing's strapped down. Yeah. And Adam was like, what are you on about? And obviously in the back of his truck is like tools. Yeah. And apparently the policeman picked up a, a hammer and was like, well, what what if this went flying? And Adam was like, it's a hammer. Mm-hmm. It like weighs several pounds. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to get caught by the breeze. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally a heavy, heavy hammer. It's not going anywhere. And he was like, all right, then well, what about this? And he was like picking up like lead, which is what they do on the roof yeah and lead is fucking heavy that is not going anywhere <laughs> and adam was just he just he just got pulled over by the police and the police the police was like if we tip your if we get your truck and tip it 90 degrees on its side it's all gonna come out whatever comes out is illegal yeah wh- whatever comes out is illegal and adam was like well i'd fucking come out <laughs> i'd fall out if you did that yeah if you tip my if you tip my truck at 90 degrees i'd fucking fall out yeah but it's like it was just a, and then he got in trouble for being smart then well it was just it's just like the i think it just must have just been a slow day and the police were just looking like do they have quotas for pulling over probably i feel like they they must do or like yeah. a target or something you know yeah. sales targets yeah speaking of mlms let's talk about the police pyramid <laughs> scheme. <laughs> I did. We did get some good feedback on last week's episode, though. Our, like all our feedback comes from our friends. Yeah. But James was like, "I actually enjoyed that you got deep into a topic and discussed it." Like. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like because last week we we spoke about the MLMs and the pyramid schemes, because you've done so much research on them and it's something you're obviously very passionate about. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people will happily listen and listen to someone who knows what they're sort of talking about yeah or so, or when they're talking about something that they're passionate about do you know what it's so weird though because part of me i'm like joe you are quite smart and then another part of me is like i am so stupid but you're not stupid I like am. i am stupid you know what when i took my car in earlier he asked me where that fucking nut thing was to undo my tires mm. and i just look at him like i don't know what the fuck that is my granddad's like do you check your oil and your water do you check your tires no i just get in my car yeah that's not being stupid though that's just not knowing about cars I know nothing about cars and i just don't have any common sense and when we have conversations with ben's family they'll all be talking about something and sometimes i'll be like what's that and i feel so stupid like what I'm, oh, we were having a conversation about something the other night and I, I was like, I literally have no idea what that is. And I, they all, I think everyone thinks that I'm like, just really stupid. Like I'm smart in some areas, specific niche areas, like criminology <laughs> and psychology. And iCarly references. Yeah, but then like anything else, I'm like, it's like that takes up all my brain power. I don't think you're stupid. I think I'm stupid. I don't think I'm stupid. I think I'm like... Pat, pat, pat on the head. Yeah, I've got no common sense whatsoever. Okay. I just made Joe reverse my car out of Mr. Tyre because I was like, the pressure's too much for me. <laughs> yeah, you had to get a new tyre fitted on your car. Yeah. And um, in front of a garage full of mechanics, you yeah. made me reverse it out. Yeah. Okay, thanks for that pressure. That's okay. <laughs> but men at garages like, kind of intimidate me. Do they intimidate you? 
as a gay person yes because they're all like really manly men like we're going to fix your car but you, and i'm just saying like i'm a woman <laughs> yeah but i also feel like half the half in the in the garage that we just went to there's no nobody in there is like intimidating because i i only find like good looking people intimidating or like confident people intimidating that's not me that's not me it's my uh apple watch series six sponsored imagine if i turned your watch on with my nipple should we try it no get away from my watch Yeah. I thought you'd be up for that. What you grabbing your nipple? I wasn't gonna and... get it out. I was just gonna tap it to you. I don't want you to put your nipple on my Apple Watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of this episode. <laughs> it should be. That's a good one. We always struggle to think of what the name should be, don't we? Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. I am as a woman. I am very intimidated by all men. Uh, well. With what's going Hashtag on, not all men. <laughs> with what's going on at the minute, I wouldn't be fucking surprised. Yeah, oh, that was going to be my Twitter moment of the week, but I didn't want it to be like another dark episode. But like, yeah, yeah seriously. What was her name? Sarah Ever- Sarah Everard. What was I think it? so. Yeah. I'm sorry that I don't know it off by heart, but yeah, it's really upsetting what's happened. She was murdered by who they think was a policeman. He's doing all the doing all the quote unquote right yeah. things. I've had arguments with Ben about this before. Before this even happened, I was like, you know how scary it is to be a woman and you can't go out and walk alone at night. Like I've started jogging and every all my family's like, don't go at night and I'm like, I won't. I'm not stupid. Well, who goes for a jog at night anyway? Or in the dark. Like it's when it gets darker towards every it's like where where are you going jogging? And I'm like, I have to go to a public place where there's a lot of people. Yeah. Um Ben just doesn't because he's a boy, he doesn't have to think about that. Yeah, but Ben is also like six foot six, yeah. built like a brick shit house and not scared of anything. Exactly, but Ben he... used to be a bouncer and like security. Exactly. So no wonder he doesn't get it. Because he's yeah. not scared of anyone. Yeah, I'm like, you don't know how it feels to be constantly doubting your safety. And when it comes to that not all men argument, it's like n- not all men are dangerous, but women have to work on the assumption that they are. Well, yeah, it's like that. Somebody equated it to like not all dogs bite, but if I'm if a yeah. dog comes barking at me across the park, I'm going to recoil and be wary of it because yeah. I've not met it before. Yeah. It's like not so not all dogs do bite, but you know you're still wary of the ones you've never encountered. Yeah, as a woman. You just and have to one... be constantly on your um on your guard around men that you don't know, even men that you do know. Well, yeah, and there was there's even like um got people coming out saying like men are saying, well, I'm scared to walk around at night, and it's like, yeah, you're scared of other, other men, yeah? yeah, you're scared of like other men coming out the bushes and jumping you. Yeah, um, I was in a nightclub in Warsaw once. Name them and shame them. Uh, what's it called now? Religion. Give us the receipts, mum. And I was in there with I got I don't know who I was with. Maybe you. Maybe I don't know who would even go to religion with me. I, I hate that club. I don't know why we went. Yeah. Was it when it used to be called WS One? Was it an under eighteen night that we used no, to go it to? Was, it was when it was religion and we were of age. Oh okay. Okay. <laughs> but I was in there minding my own business. Yeah. And this lad squeezed my bum. And I turned around and looked at him. And he had the fucking gall to just like act like he hadn't done it. He was just there like... Ugh. So inappropriate. I was at a car boot sale once. And a man drove past in a car, reached out the window and squeezed my bum. What? Yeah. No, he didn't. I promise you. That is crazy. They don't give a fuck. 
It's wild. Oh, no. I can't and I said to my, I was standing with my grandma, and I was like, "He's just squeezed my bum." And my grandma's like, got that old-fashioned view of just like, "Oh, it's just." She wasn't. She was just like, "Accept it, basically." Yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Whereas my dad was like, "Oh, where is he?" But he wasn't with me, so the man had already driven off. So when, by the time I told my dad, the man had gone. But she, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. I've been pressured into sex. I've I've had so many things happen to me, and then. This is why I get so angry at Ben, because he, he's never even had to consider for a moment any of that. Yeah, Ben's never been scared to walk around at night. Yeah. And I'm not saying men don't get assaulted, because they do, but it's... And I'm not saying that women never assault, but if you look at the statistics... Yeah, and I, I even saw a um I even saw a thing on Twitter the other day, after all this has kicked off. Yeah. And it was like... um it was somebody somebody had made a tweet that and it said something to the it, it, i can't remember the exact wording but it was to the effect of um all you gay men think you're so innocent in all of this there's been several times where like we've been like women have been in gay clubs and been pressured to be like you know or like gay men just sexualized yeah I think or, I like, saw the tweet. or like gay men like just th- not throw themselves on but just think that like women's bodies are just like toys and because it's not sexual in nature they just can like touch their tits or yeah. touch their bum or whatever yeah and it's like, no, that's still somebody's body you're, like, yeah. feeling up without their permission. I don't... I haven't necessarily... Because we were in gay clubs a lot while we were. <laughs> yeah, but I I've feel never, like a lot I've of... Never... Uh, no, but I, I think what the tweet was trying to say, that, like, a lot of the gay people were being like, yeah, we're all scared of these straight men. It's like, no, 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 no. Some women are scared of some gay people as well, well but... because they will just touch your body without permission. I mean, I, I guess. I haven't had much of that. Maybe from you, but I, I, you don't... You welcome it with me. Oh, I'm getting a phone call now. What is going on? It's my mother. Hang on. (laughs) And we are back. Again. And we are back again. Joe's hilarious mum rang. I just, yeah, my mum just called me um, just to let me know that she's been for uh, her first COVID jab. Woohoo! My mum's on the way to getting vaccinated. Um, but as I was saying... Yeah. Um... I've been in Gales before, and this... In Nightingale. Okay, this isn't even about a gay dude. Let me just... So, it's not even what you were saying, but when you go to Gales, you assume that most of the lads in there are gay. because That, that seems like a fair assumption. Because a lot of straight lads have a, a complex... I can't go to a gay club. I'm not gay. So. I don't want to get felt up at yeah. the bar. Like, fam, we're not even coming near you. Yeah, like, you wish. <laughs> ben, ben, you wish. Ben loves it because he, like, he'll let... Lads buying drinks. Ben loves it because he walks in. He's the biggest yeah. guy in the room, he's, and all the little—he's six four and a half, got massive beard, long, long hair, like proper Viking. And all the skinny little twinky gays are like, Ooh, "Oh, daddy, oh. do you want a drink?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I will actually." <laughs> and then I'm going home with my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> but once I was in girls in the smoking area. And this... Is Ben actively stealing from the LGBTQ community? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was an ally. He's just a fucking... Benny's just one of it on his own, isn't he? He's yeah. such a weirdo. Anyway, <laughs> love you, Ben. <laughs> love you back. Go on. Um, I was sitting in the smoking area and there was this lad talking to me. I thought he was gay. Seemed very femme. Started... And when you're drunk, you get very friendly with people quickly, don't you? You yes. make friends, like best friends. He was sitting on my lap. So I was like, he's definitely gay. Was that me? He wasn't you. <laughs> I was like... Why would a straight boy do that? I was just like, he's gay, whatever. We were talking. And then he turns to me and he goes, I'm not gay, by the way. I was like, then why are you sitting on my lap? Get off me. 
Yeah. If he's trying to chat me up, why is he sitting on my lap? Yeah, well, that's that's also the thing that that person on Twitter was trying to say, like, gay people aren't exempt from it. He wasn't even gay. He was just a poser. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe he just wanted to be part of the alphabet mafia. <laughs> but I don't feel... One of the reasons I love going to Gales is because I feel so much safer in Gales than I do in a normal club. It also stresses me out that you, like, insist on calling it Gales. Why? Gale, like, the Gale, whatever. Like, like, it's some woman called Gale and she owns it. <laughs> Drink her own Gales. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> okay, the Nightingale, sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just... I've never been sexually assaulted in there and I've been sexually assaulted in a lot of straight Places. In pop world, yeah. In religion, yeah. In I can't think of any more straight clubs. Propaganda. Oh my! I loved propaganda because I'm a little pop punk girl at heart. As You're well. very um. Fallout boy. What? Oh, what's that? Air hostess. That's busted. That's literally. <laughs> <laughs> I do love busted though. Um, but yeah. Propaganda. I was feel quite safe a, in girls. Propaganda was, in quite, was quite a good time. To be fair. Yeah, because it they played like Mr. Brightside and stuff like proper music you would never hear in a gay club. Yeah, and they played like in Paris by Kanye and uh, Jay Z. Like it was a weird mix, wasn't it? Who in Paris? People. <laughs> <laughs> Some men in Paris. <laughs> I do miss propaganda, but it's not there anymore. They've moved it. Where did they move it to? Um. I thought it was it, propaganda was just the the name. Propa, I thought propaganda was just the name of like the night, like the party that they were throwing. It's the name of the club, and they moved it to Digbeth, I think. Because oh. it was in the O2. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so I thought it was just like propaganda night. No, because it was an open multiple nights. Yeah. And they moved it. I mean, the name of the club was Propaganda, but it was also the venue was also used for concerts. Yeah. But they moved it to a venue in Digbeth. I don't know if it's still there anymore. That's what I liked about it as well, is because it, it because it was used for concerts. The, the the it was just a big space. Yeah. A lot of different rooms. Yeah. Like different like concert halls weren't there. Yeah, I didn't I didn't love the music. To be fair, I only went because you guys were going. I liked the music in the main room. I, I wasn't that mad on like because there was like different music in different rooms, wasn't there? And one of them was like I don't want to say chubby music, but you know like say it say it for what it is. Call a spade a spade. <laughs> what sort of music genre is that though? Where it's like <sighs> chub music. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like, um, I nearly said EDL music then, but I mean like oh! e- EDM and yeah. like drum and bass and yeah. dubstep. But and then like the main room was like um, pop punk, yeah. Four- 1975 sometimes, which we know we, we all know our stan. Yeah. Like they'd play a bit of sex by the 1975 and I'd be like... Love that. Love that for me. Yeah. No, but um, one of my favourite pictures that I've got on my phone is from um, a, a Night in Propaganda. And it's like me, you, Gemma, Georgia, yeah. Emerson, yeah. and it's just like loads of us. Yeah, we all went out, and we had like a, we had like a big group picture, and I just I that picture is one of my favourites. Yeah, I love. I just loved going to propaganda. I pulled in propaganda once. Do you remember? No. Were you not there? Well, I might have been. Who did you pull? I don't know. I don't Where know his name pull? or anything. Oh my god! I was on a night out. This is obviously before Ben. 
and well, before sp- COVID. Oh, yeah, I'm going to sp- <laughs> s- spill all my secrets and tea. This was when I was at uni in a flat. I mean, I'm still at uni, but when I lived in my flat and I was on a night out with like Annie and Gemma and everyone, Josh. Shout out to Annie. We shout love out- Annie. Yeah, shout out Gemma. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Josh. We love Josh. And Josh. And Emerson was there as well. We also love Emerson. <laughs> yes, we do love Emerson as well. Um, and I've never, I don't think I've ever been that drunk. No, I have been that drunk on a night out when we went to prison, which is a that's a that's another story. That's oh. a story for another day. Okay, yeah. Um, I've got a few stories about prison. About prison on Broad which Street, which is crazy. Oh, that's one thing that I wanted to talk about as well. Sorry, um, but the other week we mentioned um, we were talking about W. We were talking about um, number one pizza in Warsaw. Yeah. And I said it was on Broad Street. And you were wrong. And it's not. It's and on... I questioned you and you said, it's... listen, you stupid bitch, it is called Broad Street. It, and it wasn't. It's not. It's called Bridge Street. So suck so... my toe. Get it out then. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I was in Ganda, as we called it. Should we go Ganda? Yeah, yeah. we shortened propaganda to Ganda. Yeah. So um, I was there and I was so drunk, like to the point where I just wasn't. I can't really remember much of the night, to be honest. I just know I was really, really drunk. Like, I've got Snapchats on my phone from when I went to the toilet and I was trying to Snapchat people. And you know when you type? When I look at them back, it's gibberish. (laughs) It doesn't... There's no... But aren't those, like, the best nights? (laughs) Yeah. But then I remember coming out of the toilet and, like, trying to find you lot. And I ran into this dude. Can't... I couldn't tell you what he looked like. I couldn't pick him out from a lineup, to be honest, even the next day. But... He, he, I know he had a beard. <laughs> That's it. That's all I know. I'm sold. <laughs> I am not a confident girl at all. I'm very self-conscious. I don't think I'm very fit or anything. So I don't think boys were going to go for me. But I was so drunk that night. I must have had the confidence of a thousand beautiful women. <laughs> I don't know. But I ran into this boy near the bar. And I was like, oh, you're gorgeous. You're just my type. Because when I'm You drunk, came on to him? Yeah. I think that surprises me and he was like yeah yeah and then I was like yeah yeah I am yeah no he was just like <laughs> up for it and I was like thinking I was so drunk that I wasn't even like let's stay here and just like talk or whatever I was like we're going back to my flat really yeah and I must I don't think I was there for then and but, that, but this is why we stan Emerson one of my best friends Emerson who's like the nicest boy we've ever met he's like sicking sicking how do you say this sickeningly word? sickeningly nice yeah Emerson is so sweet and so kind yeah. and he's just he's just like a really great person and friend and friend and it's just like come on it's, it's actually <laughs> unbelievable how nice he is but he's he like putting like, every he's like you tell us stuff about Emerson and I'm like cheers em thanks I for know. making me feel like a shit mate I know, yeah. he puts us all to shame but i he's, was running he's such around. a good friend to every even like to me like every time i see him he's always nice he's yeah. always like hi joe how you doing blah 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 yeah. and i'm just like emerson why are you so like just he texts me like kind. every week like how are you how are you and i never text him first because I, I don't text people unless i have something to say <laughs> but he will just text me to check up which is yeah. really nice anyway anyway i was running around to all my friends with this boy whose name i don't know don't know what it looks like whatever yeah i'm going back to the flat obviously to you know get it on yeah. emerson was like i'm coming with you you're not going home to your flat with, with this stranger, stranger. Yeah. so emerson sat in the taxi with us while we were being all drunk and getting off and whatever just sat there 
just looking after me. We went back to the flat and me and this boy went to my room and, you know, did the whatever. Emerson sat in the living room waiting just to know that I was okay. Listening. I don't think he listened. With a glass against the door. Because I was, <laughs> I was really drunk. When we finished, not to get TMI, but I'm already there. I was like, I don't know if we use protection because I was so drunk. And Emerson, I was crying to him in the living room because I was absolutely out of my face drunk. I was crying to Emerson, I don't know if we use protection, I'm really worried. Emerson went and asked this boy, did you, and he was like, yeah, but I flushed it. So I was like, is he lying? And then Emerson was like, oh, mate, I think you're going to have to go. She's just really drunk. Emerson's just like a really good friend. A cool dude. Looked after me for the rest of the night. And then apparently this boy told Emerson that he was a virgin and I was his first. Me, this drunk, stupid bitch. How is it that you take everyone's oh, virginity? Do you know what, though? I think it restores my own. <laughs> <laughs> Every virginity I take, I'm like... You, like, collect them in yeah. a jar, like teeth. <laughs> I'm not even that... I haven't even slept with that many people. I just tended to go for virgins. He was, that was an accident, though. Yeah, exactly. You just attract them like flies. Oh, yeah, they're like, oh, she seems nice. <laughs> She'll let me off if I'm shit. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. I know. No way. I can't believe that. I, I That's do the miss... only time I've ever pulled in a club. I, I remember... Is it? I mean, I've pulled, what, like... The time that you've approached someone. Yeah, I've pulled, like, people I know. Like, I've slept with boys I know. Yeah. But as strangers go, that's the only time I've, like, gone home with someone. That's kind of crazy. Like, apart from the time when we were in Wales, that nearly happened. But that's a story for another day. That's a story for another day. We want to do a whole episode on our Wales escapades. Yeah, we went on a a weekend trip to Wales a few years ago. And um, we had a, a couple of wild nights out in Cardiff, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> that we we want to do an we want to do an episode on. Yeah. Um. So, but that's a story for, for another, another day. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, we've been going for an hour. Should we do our favourite things? Uh. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. What's um, our episode's getting longer? I don't care. I love a long podcast. Yeah. But some of our friends are like, you should keep it to forty minutes, and I'm like, no. Well, I'm not being funny, but it's our program. <laughs> <laughs> It's our show I, and not yours. I like having the long episodes. I say we make it two hours. Fuck them. I say we just talk all day. Let's do a live. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no. I think I think our episode lengths are fine. Me too, because I love a long podcast. Yeah, me too. They're just like bingeable that way, aren't they? Yeah. And considering we just spend an hour talking about nothing. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're literally we just talk about nothing and we were everything. like we're gonna have nothing to talk about this week because we haven't got a set, a set topic and now we're at 58 minutes yeah somehow <laughs> we've managed to stretch no topic to a nearly an hour um what's been your uh your favorite thing this week okay so i've ben's mom had this program on the tv called 999 on the front line and i i was just watching it because i was sitting downstairs and i'm now i'm addicted to it is that like um 24 hours in a and e yeah, it's like that, but it's you following like ambulance services around. Oh yeah. Oh my god, those people are superheroes. Yeah, have you seen? I can't remember what the one I was watching the other week was, but there was um a, an ambulance program, and it's like about the the nine 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 dispatch operators and everything. Yeah. And like they get this phone call off um a, like this guy, and he's like, I think I'm having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And then he, and then he's like, son comes on the phone, and like this woman's like telling this 10 year old that makes you cry yeah she was like telling this 10 year old how to like perform cpr on on his dad while he's having a heart attack sort of thing yeah and then um the woman's like is he breathing is he breathing and this 10 year old's like no he's not breathing anymore 
and then he just like has a break. I'm literally getting like choked. No, I don't think I'm, about it. I'm getting choked up just thinking about it. But it's like because it's only the audio that you hear. Yeah. It's even more like it's harrowing. Insane, yeah. Because yeah. he just like this kid. It's he's ten. That's the thing I'm watching this and Ben's like, don't get upset because if it's old people, I will cry. Yeah. But it's following the ambulance, um, the uh, paramedics around, and it's just like it's crazy i don't know how people do that job and just like it's it just seems emotionally draining yeah they're 12 hour shifts as well so obviously long shifts but yeah long shifts and obviously that well they they uh, they get put into situations where it's like hard to detach yourself they've from they've got to do like they were saying you've got to be the jack of all trades you've got to be a midwife you've got to be like a mental health nurse you've got to be a therapist you've got to be good with people like you've got to have so many of these skills skills to like get through these situations but i was what they do a special where it was on like when people waste their time and like prank calls and stuff or like there was a special where it was i didn't realize that paramedics get abused a lot what do you mean people like attack and abuse paramedics a lot and I didn't know that because you wouldn't think that, would you? In what context? Like, like on drunk nights or something? Yeah, like if they'll come and help them but they don't want help or like because they're drunk or on drugs or something or they're just, I don't know, having an episode. But they'll just swear at them, kick at them, spit at them. There was one where the, this drunk man was pissing and trying to shit in the ambulance. There was one where this man that was could, in the road. That would never be me. I feel Honestly. like I feel like if I was a paramedic and someone was started being aggressive or abusive, I would just like leave them on yeah, the side of the road. But they can't. They're not allowed to. They're Watch like, me. They have I, a duty of care. Like what happened to that? What happened to that call we sent you to half, half an hour ago? <laughs> Girl, I left him. <laughs> he started kicking off in the yeah, back of the ambulance. Yeah, there was this dude. They got a call, and there was this man standing in the middle of the street, and someone was like, the person who called it in was like, it looks like he's had a fit or something. And when they got there, he was leaning against the car trying to open it with a USB cord. Okay. And uh, they were like, we don't know if he has had a fit because that would explain his behaviour because he's confused or whatever. We don't know what the situation is. So they're just trying to ask him questions and he's like, fuck off, leave me alone. And they're like, we can't, we've had this call, we need to make sure you're okay. They're like legally bound to like, they can't leave him until they know that he's healthy and safe or whatever. And he just keeps, like, his behaviour is so strange that they don't know if he's had a fit or something else, or something else is going on. And he's just shouting, like, swearing at them, whatever. They try and get him on the stretcher because he can't even stand up on his own. He's, like, leaning against his car and they just want to check him over. And he just, like, loses it and he's, like, kicking and hitting and being sick off the side of the, like, stretcher or whatever absolutely kicking off and then he'd be like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry over and over again just shouting i'm sorry and like they they had to call for police because he was like going you're a racist at this indian dude at paramedic who's trying to help him (laughs) you're a racist all this i don't know it was just crazy and they were like it's really annoying because we're just trying to do our job and help him and he's attacking us but there's also just people who like there's a drunk driver that they pulled over and they don't want to admit that they're drunk so they won't come in the ambulance so he started to fight one of the paramedics Mad. and it's just like how they're literally the superheroes of our community how are you going to do that to them well yeah do you remember that point in, do you remember that period in time when i wanted to be a paramedic 
Yeah. <laughs> you should watch this show because it's like, oh my God, it's crazy. And I looked up how much paramedics get paid. I don't think I've got like the, I don't think I've got the mental strength to be a paramedic. I think you have. I think you'd be quite firm with people and you very, they have to have this thing where they turn up at people's house and because they're stressed and upset, they have to sort of be like lighten the mood. And I think you could well, do that one. Well, I've got in trouble doing that before. I think it'll be coming <laughs> perfectly for If I just walk, if some walked into a living room and some guy's on the floor having a stroke and I go, knock, knock. No, no, not Who's like there? that. Who's there? Run up. Like, <laughs> but like if someone's having a heart attack, you don't want to make them feel worse by like rushing around and being really like... So that yeah, they you have, have to be, be quite, quite calm. Yeah, you have to be really calm and like try and lighten the mood as much as you can. Yeah. So I think you'd be good in that aspect. Okay. You should look into it. I really want Joe to be a paramedic. I don't know if I could hack it. I probably couldn't hack it. They don't get paid enough, I don't think. Yeah. I think it's like 22k or something. That's nearly what I'm on. Exactly. That's what Dan, uh, Ben's brother, is like, he works for an embroidery place and he's like, I get paid about that for pressing a button all day. Yeah, that's crazy. It's mental. So, But yeah, that's my favourite thing of the week. I've just been like marathoning this 999 on the front line. Yeah. I've been, um, my favourite thing this week has been um, a YouTuber called Simon Wilson. He's... Uh, That's just reminded me of something else I wanted to talk about. But uh, yeah, carry we, on. Uh, we, uh, we watched this uh, YouTuber called Simon Wilson. He's Welsh and he does like travel videos. Yeah. Um, and obviously like there's no travelling going on at the minute. So I've been binging like loads of his old videos and he does like travel challenges. And the one that I've been watching is... He f- he flew um, from the UK to New York, and then he had a month to make his way from New York to LA with no money. You were telling me about this. No money. This guy's like bopping around New York City. He, obviously, he's got like followers and. But you were like, this is white privilege. It's it is, it is so white privilege. <laughs> he's got like all these followers and subscribers and whatever, and he posts on his Instagram and goes yeah. on Instagram live. Someone hey guys, who didn't have a following couldn't really do this. No, but he's like, hey guys, I'm in New York at the minute, and um, if anybody can help me out with a bus ticket to Philadelphia, that'd be fantastic. And it's like, I. I just thought, like, obviously, because he's a, he's a white Welsh guy, mm-hmm. I thought in the in the current state of the world, I was like, if a if someone of colour tried to do this, they it would they would probably find it so much more difficult. And I was, and then as soon as I had that idea in my head, I was just like, this guy is so like, what the like the epitome of white privilege. But you were like, this is my favourite thing of the week. It's my favourite thing of the week. Because it, some of the shit that he gets into, it's just crazy. Like, he ended up around, like, some girl's flat and they were all getting pissed in North Carolina. He, like, went round some guy's house and he was offering him a massage. And I was like... Yeah. It's, it was like the situations that he gets himself into are so, like, unique and crazy. That's... But I feel like it's, it is helped by the fact that he is, like, mm-hmm. a, a, an English or, like, a Welsh white guy you know but there's all there's videos of him like going to china and going to india and like like traveling around the world and and it's uh, part i know not everything is about race but i feel like there is a certain level of like white privilege Mm -hmm. especially in like foreign countries you know Mm -hmm. there's some youtubers called the zach and jay show who do stuff like that they'll be in america and they'll be like we asked a stranger to give us the funniest day ever and then they'll just go to like they'll like phone random people and be like can you give us the best day ever and this one dude like picks them up and takes them to like his ranch and he's got like you know when you he's got like water skis and like those scrambling bikes what they're called like the motocross bikes 
the ones where it's like them four wheeler things. Oh, quad bikes. Yeah, like quad bikes and stuff like that. So that was good. But yeah, I'd be as a woman, I would not do that. That's another thing, male privilege. We're... Do you think I would go to a random man's house? No. Do you think you would be able to travel from New York to Los Angeles on your own and not make? Not being raped or murdered, I don't think. I think it... Postman's just been. <laughs> We're being so interrupted today. You getting a phone call, I'm getting a phone call. Now the postman. Them daring to fix my car in a timely manner. How dare they? <laughs> they did fix it quite quick as well. They did, yeah. All I needed was a tyre change, but... Yeah. Anyway. Um, I know this is not This is off topic from our favourite things, and I'm going back into just like normal podcast conversation, but I really want to talk about this. Go on, then. I've been on... Because all I do is watch fucking YouTube. <laughs> but I've... Um, found, well, I haven't found, I've, well, I have, where am I going? Okay, there's this game called At Dead of Night. Yeah. I won't play it, because when it comes to horror games, I can't play them if I have to run, because when I get jump scared, I forget how to press buttons. Okay. So I can't do it, but I love to watch people on YouTube play horror games. Yeah, I've, you're not unique <laughs> in that. I like to watch people play games as well. It's like it's spooky, but I don't have the pressure of surviving it. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to experience the spook. Yeah, so because I love horror, but I just don't perform well on games where I have to get away from scary things because my hands just forget how to work them. <laughs> okay. Um, But I can't remember who I was watching play it because... I just watch random people play it. What's it called? At the Dead of Night? At Dead of Night. And it's this game where it's sort of like um, like a film game where at the start it's all filmed like a, f- a movie where this girl gets lost from her friends. They're supposed to go into a festival and she's like, oh, there's a hotel up the road. I'll just stay here. And it's sort of like shining light, like they've got the shining carpet and stuff. And there's this old man called, I think his name's Billy or something like that. Jimmy, I think it's Jimmy, and he's like the only one there, and he like checks her in. But he's like, "Do you want to come to this comedy show mm-hmm. that I'm putting on tonight?" As Hugo Punch, it starts at like one a.m., and I play like this psychopathic character, and she's just like, uh, "No, I want to go to bed." And he's like, mm, "Okay, then." And then she goes to bed, and she wakes up a, a little while later, and she sees him like dragging one of her friends down the hall, and then she realizes that he's mental. Basically, he's a serial killer. And he stalks you around the hotel with, like, a, a club trying to knock you out, kill you or whatever. And you have to creep from room to room as this girl. But you also have a spirit box so you can contact all the the ghosts of the people he's killed or, like, you know, who have died around him. And it's just really good. I think it's a really good game. I wouldn't play it because he jumps out at you a lot and, like, you have to creep from room to room and sometimes... He, he'll hide in the bathroom and stuff. I don't know it's just a lot but I love I just love I think this is why I love The Shining so much I love hotel based horror the, the possibilities are endless in the hotels do you not think um yeah to a degree we were watching that um Eleanor Neal and she was I t- love Eleanor Neal we were t- she was talking about um that what's his name H.H. H. Holmes mm-hmm. and his a uh, murder castle mm-hmm. hotel thing. I just think hotels are such a good setting for horror. Yeah, I agree. So that game is just like, and it's English as well, so that's cool. Have you ever seen anyone play the um, the game Until Dawn? No. Should I look into it? You should look into Until Dawn. I think it's on PlayStation Four. You I've might... watched someone play 
Alien Isolation. That was really good. Yeah, uh, this Until Dawn. It's like used. Um, it's got like the the characters in the game are like actors and actresses. You use like motion capture suits. Okay. And the people in it are like Hayden Panettiere and Rami Malek. No way. Yeah, so, and it's got like their CGI faces and Is it stuff. Weird? It's kind of weird, but it's also a pretty like sick game. Yeah. It's one of those games where like the 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 decisions that you make in the game affect the outcome. Yeah. So it's like there's hundreds of different endings to the game depending on who dies when yeah. and what happens through the story sort of that thing. That kind of stresses me out because if I were to play it, I'd be like, oh, no, I've got to play it a million times. Yeah, that's the it's thing. like when Bandersnatch came on Netflix and we're all like, oh, we've got to do every yeah. When Do you remember when Bandersnatch came out and people were like drawing like maps of yeah. the like if, if what you say at certain points yeah. and like visual diagrams. I forgot about Bandersnatch so quickly. Trust. Like, it had that kid with the weird eyebrows in. Yeah, the one who looks like the Sid from Toy Story. <gasps> Tell me I thought I first I thought you was gonna say Sid from uh, Ice Age. <laughs> and then no. when you said Toy Story, I just got this like I image really, flashed really like in my mind. Actor. He's a really good actor and I feel bad that people are like mean to him, but he does he does look like He does Sid. look like Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> that is hilarious. And this is all the game that Brett sh- showed me. Shout out to Brett for the millionth time. Hi Brett. <laughs> Brett is our biggest fan. Yeah. Um, he showed me this game called Layers of Fear which I might play on my Switch because it's a horror game but you don't have to run it's just like scary things happen but you just stand there and watch it it's not necessarily someone coming after you you oh okay Um, so you're like an artist and you've gone crazy and you're trying to figure out what you've done and what's happened uh, and you have to like collect items but it's just like scary spooky visuals it's not like someone running at you which I can't do okay okay that sounds much more the scariest I can get is for running and like being active is Luigi's Mansion 3 (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious so yeah I just wanted to talk about that because I've I've really been enjoying there's this man I found on YouTube, I can't remember his name, I'll have to look it up, but he plays a lot of indie games where it's like an hour long game, but it's like a horror game and he'll like just go through it and play the whole thing and I'll just sit there like not having to play it myself but getting to watch some good yeah. horror content. Do it do it vicariously through him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I um no. So what what um what has been your favourite uh, your favourite moment on the Big Blue Bird app? This you, week. you go first because I've actually forgotten. Oh, okay. Um, well, my favourite thing that's happened in the world of... Uh, it's Chris Morris. <laughs> this is not Chris Morris. No. Um, well, there's been there's been quite a few things happening this week on Twitter, hasn't there? There's been um, the, uh, the police brutality, oh, if yeah, you like. At the vigil. At the vigil. There's been um, Bag of Chips is on the circle, the celebrity circle on Channel 4, which I love. Um, but I, I'm just trying to find... Have you been watching that? Joe tried to get me to watch The Circle and I didn't finish it. Yeah. I mean, I don't care that much. <laughs> no, I've, uh, when... we Well, we watched The um, the Circle US, on which is on Netflix, I think, and that was uh, fantastic. I just love, like, rubbish reality TV. So do I, but I'm more... Concerned about when Love Island's going to come back? That's the sort of trash TV I would love. I'm not bothered about Love Island. Oh my God, love my um my favorite uh my favorite tweet this week mm-hmm. comes from uh our good friend Tyler Oakley. Our good friend. Our good friend <laughs> Tyler Oakley of YouTube and Ellen fame. 
Ellen and, uh, fight. He he yeah. Do you not remember when he was on Ellen? No. He helped Ellen like with her web presence. Oh okay. By like making like YouTube series and stuff. Listen, I've never been a Tyler Oakley stan. I don't mind him, but you were the one who cared. <laughs> I was never a Tyler Oakley stan. To be fair, I went to his book signing. <laughs> we went to Grace Helbig's book signing. That is true. Sometimes and I, I would find, go again. I find that picture of me with Grace Helbig, and I'm like. That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we went to see we went to Grace Helbig's book signing and like Chester was there. Yeah. Chester, Chester C was there, just like Joe off to the side. Was, he was round the corner minding his business and Joe was like, Oh my god, there's Chester look around that corner, Jody. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, let him have some peace. He he was so peaceful. Yeah. Uh, he couldn't be in, in any more peace. But um anyway, my uh, <laughs> He was dead. <laughs> my um my my Twitter moment this week comes from Tyler Oakley and it's a tweet that says I want this to be the first thing aliens see of us and it's a video from the masked singer and they take the the mask off one of the singers yeah and uh they reveal they reveal who's inside and uh let me show you the reveal what 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 is that Kermit the Frog yeah Kermit the Frog comes out of a massive snail costume. I've never watched The Masked Singer, but that show seems off the rails, man. That one, he he said, I want the alien, I want this to be the first thing aliens (laughs) see of us. And it's us humans watching a puppet of a frog emerge from a giant snail. I mean, (laughs) yeah. Think about that. Sure. Let's talk and dissect. I mean, I've never watched The Mass Singer, but it does look absolutely crap. Now you're being the fidget. Because you fucked up all the cushions. Oh my god, we're having a domestic here. Right. Um, I've never watched The Masked Singer. I don't get I the, the concept. Pre- I know the premise. and I love Someone that- just sings with a mask on and everyone's like, who could it be? That's the whole premise. Basically, yeah. And there was that, do you remember that um, meme of Wendy Williams when she was like, oh, oh, oh. No one opens the door for a native New Yorker. <laughs> Literally, no. I believe you. She's like dressed as a giant pair of lips and she's singing. <laughs> and it's it's you've, the the premise of the show is you're not supposed to know who the celebrity is. Yeah. But it's so obvious that it's Wendy Williams. <laughs> and she's like laughing and snorting under the thing. I'll show it you later. If anyone, I love Wendy Williams. If anyone out there hasn't seen the clip of Wendy Williams singing the native New Yorker is crazy. tune on uh, Mask <laughs> Singer. I reckon. I highly recommend you look it up. She, any Wendy Williams meme just sends me into space. <laughs> like, how you doing? She's how she can't be real. She is real. Like she cut that can't be who she is. <laughs> She's so funny. Anyway. Do you want to know my favourite tweet, or have you got more to say? No, my, well, that was that was my favourite tweet of the week. Was from Tyler Oakley tweeting a clip of uh, the he Masked Singer. On Twitter. He's got a good Twitter game. Have you seen his move to Twitch? No. <laughs> he's he's like made the move to Twitch to stream games and Do things. You watch people's Twitch streams. Um, not live, not while they're on, but sometimes I watch uh, people upload their Twitch streams to YouTube, yeah. which are like three or four hours long, and yeah. I'll put those on. Mm-hmm. Just as like background noise. I don't really watch people's Twitch streams. I, if they upload it, I might watch it. But yeah. yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really on the Twitch platform. I probably should be because I do like that sort of, that sort of world, if you like. Yeah. But I'm just not, I'm just not involved. Okay. Well, 
let's talk about my favourite tweet. What's been your favourite tweet of the week? Have you seen on Twitter at the moment, one of the things going around is dream blunt rotation. Yes, where it's like people tweet dream blunt rotation and it's a picture of four different people. Yeah, well someone, I've seen loads of good ones, but someone tweeted. It's kind of like, it's kind of like that starter pack meme. Yeah. Isn't it where it was like Gen Z starter pack and yeah. like gay boy starter pack yeah. or like straight dude starter pack, that sort of thing. Yeah, but it's just like who you'd want in your blunt circle. Yeah, who who you'd want to pass a blunt to and from. <laughs> I've, I've seen loads of good ones. and But the one that made me laugh the most was... <laughs> because here's some background on me. I love Jersey Shore. We know. Well, I know. I've seen every season of Jersey Shore multiple times. I could tell you the plot of every season. I love that fucking show. You, um, you complain to me on a regular basis that you wish you'd have named your island on Animal Crossing the Jersey Shore. Yeah, my passport on Animal Crossing says I'm going to the Jersey Shore on it. I just love that show. I, Me and my friend Emerson, speaking of Emerson, have always had a dream where we would get a shore house in the Jersey Shore and just go out every night like they did on the show. I love that em- en- energy coming from Emerson because he's so not the Jersey Shore type of he person. Is. He reminds me of Paulie D so much. Do you think? Yeah. What, physically or in their personality? No, personality, not physically. Really? You think Paulie D is like the nicest guy ever? I just think Emerson has a similar sense of humour to him. I okay. think it's just because me and Emerson bonded so much over Jersey Shore that he's just tied to it in my mind now. Okay. But <laughs> this blunt rotation was Paulie D, <laughs> Wow, Snooky and Dina and the duck phone. <laughs> The iconic duck phone. I I just thought it was funny because it's honestly my dream. I would have loved to be in that house. It would have been chaotic as fuck. Everyone's drunk all the time. Everyone's fighting all the time. But I just love that. Yeah. The dream the dream blunt rotation meme is quite funny. Especially when it's like just left field pictures and it's like pictures of Sinjin from Victorious. <gasps> yeah, I saw that one. Sinjin from Victorious. His mate, um, Who's the one who eats the corn? His mate. Uh, I forget his name. Psychowitz. And who was the other one? <laughs> I can't remember. Oh my God, it's so funny. Ez, I showed it to Ez and Ez was like, I wouldn't want to smoke a blunt with Sinjin. He's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> she said she hates his name. Why? Sinjin. <laughs> I don't know. He's such a weird dude though. Isn't he, he is very weird. But- I just love this dream blunt rotation thing going on on Twitter because there's some really good ones. Yeah, if anybody out there is um, well versed in the Twitter sphere and you find any dream blunt rotation memes, feel free to send them our way. Yeah, please do because they're tickling me at the moment. Yeah, send them send them over to uh, to us on the So True Bestie Pod Twitter account. Oh, also update on the Piers Morgan situation from last week. Oh, when he got sacked. We didn't. He, he hadn't been sacked when we recorded last week. Oh right, okay. I went home that night, and I made a complaint to Ofcom about it. Oh yeah, because we we did we record the day of the interview. We recorded the day it was going to air in the UK. Yeah, we recorded on on the Monday, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, but he'd already been on this morning saying all his shitty comments. Or yeah, 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 yeah. What's the show called? Good Morning Britain. Good Morning Britain. Yeah, so it, it had aired the Monday night and then the Tuesday was the day he kicked off, like, when he no, was having that discussion with that guy. No, the mon- he had it on the Monday before it aired in the UK because I guess he'd seen it somewhere. I don't remember the I exact timeline. Anyway. But he's, he, uh, Piers Morgan has been sacked, he's lost I, his it job. It just made me laugh because I went home and someone was tweeting about, I've, I've complained to Ofcom about 
Piers Morgan. I've never complained to Ofcom before, but I've done it about him. And I thought, you know what? I've never complained to Ofcom, but I'm going to do it this time. I didn't think anything was going to come of it because nothing usually does when you just write a complaint. But apparently there was 41,000 complaints and it just made me laugh that I was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so J- Jody likes to take personal credit for Piers Morgan losing his job. But... I got into like I got into it with Ben's dad about it because Ben's dad was like I don't think he should lose his platform for saying his opinion and I was like he's a racist. Well, I got banned on Twitter for twelve hours for saying he should be <gasps> yeah. shot. Joe tweeted. <laughs> ITV News tweeted something like Piers Morgan loses his job on bloody Good Morning Britain and I rep- I replied to them saying the man deserves to be shot, and then I got banned. <laughs> hours. I got banned from Twitter for twelve hours. But isn't it crazy that he was like. It's all come out that they like met up as mates one time, and then she like sort of pied him off, and then he's just been obsessed with her ever <laughs> yeah, since. That is very redacted energy. Honestly, <laughs> he was like, "Oh, she, she was so funny. She drank a dirty martini. She's my sort of girl." And then when she like pies him, I don't even think she thought it was a date. I think they were just sort of friends. Why on earth would it have been a date? He looks like the bottom of someone's I'm, shoe, I'm and not. she's so pretty. I'm not. <laughs> um, booze just messaged me saying. He's like he talks about her like, oh, she likes to cut people out, and it's like no, maybe you maybe you're just a dickhead. Do you ever think about that, Piers? He's just like not a nice person. I don't think. And Roger was like Ben's dad was like he shouldn't be banned. He shouldn't be removed from there because he said his opinion. Number one, they said he left. Yeah. I don't know if I believe it, but apparently they said he left. Number two, I was trying to make the point of it's one thing to have an opinion. But he, he's all about free speech, but he doesn't like the consequences of his free speech. And it's also like, did I tell... Oh, no, it was Eleanor I was talking to the other day. Um, did you watch the interview when they were on about... I watched the interview. Prince, uh, when it was like, Kate Middleton eats a healthy breakfast of avocado yeah, and toast full yeah. of vitamins and nutrients, yeah. whereas Meghan Markle eats a fruit or a vegetable that's linked yeah. to deforestation. Yeah. And she's like, that's a loaded piece of toast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the way that she's spoken about is so crazy. It's just wild and it's like, yeah, you can have free speech, but then how how are you surprised when people... People can react with their free speech to your free speech and if we don't like your free speech, we have the free speech to say that. You know Free what I speech? Mean? It's like, oh, t- it's not free speech if he's removed from the that show because of what he said, but like, are we not allowed the free speech to say we don't like it? Yeah, but you also have to put into context the things that Piers Morgan has done before. And like it's hacking like hacking a dead girl's phone. Can hack a dead girl's phone but can't hack a vegan sausage roll. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, I love that phrase. But he it's just got the things he says. I think people like Ben Stout just think, oh, well, he's allowed to say it, but they don't think about the far-reaching consequences it has. Yeah, I I have been quite public and quite vocal about my disliking for Piers Morgan yeah. for a number of years now. I really... I think he's... Fan, I think he's... Well, I couldn't even say fantastic. He's great when he's interviewing politicians because he puts people on the spot and he gives them a good grilling. But it's like when it's... And in well, not innocent, but like when it's when it comes to Meghan Markle, and it's mm-hmm. like he's got a personal, Vendetta. he's got a personal, yeah, like he's got he's got something out for her, yeah, and it's like he's he, wounded, his he pride. can't separate himself from like the situation. He makes yeah. everything about him, yeah, but and he's trying to front like it's not about that, yeah. Like when we were in, like when he was talking to Twat Hancock about all the things that the Twat Hancock. 
Well, he was talking to him about all the things that like the government have failed on when it comes to COVID. Fair enough, because the government have fucked up, you know, and it, they deserve to be held responsible for it. Mm-hmm. But it's like he he goes he goes after Megan, like on a personal level, yeah. Rather than like, but he tries to front that it's not a personal level. Yeah, and he's like, well, it, that's it's free speech, and I'm like, well, Piers, give your head a wobble. <laughs> and I just hate him. He he wants to dish it out, but when that weatherman said, "You obviously don't like her. You've got an obsession with her," he just walked up. Not that weatherman. What's his name? <laughs> I don't Sorry. know his name. But he was the weatherman, wasn't he? I, I think don't so. Know. Um, but yeah, that was iconic because he's like, "Oh, free speech, whatever." But then when someone says something to him, he can't take it. He walks off. Oh, he he just so it's like you're a grown man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we're having an adult conversation. But this this is guy thing. is telling his story from a pers- about a person of color from a, the perspective of a person of color. Yeah, and it's like to walk to walk off is so rude and just disrespectful. Because he doesn't think he has to listen to it. He because it's not about put, him. Yeah, he can put his opinions on everyone else, but if someone says something that he doesn't like, he can just push that aside. He doesn't have to think about that. We both just got so heated so quickly. I oh, know. <laughs> Over the, every time. I, I'm like sweating thinking, thinking about how. Much I dislike Miss Morgan, but let me just say, Boo, who's Brett's girlfriend and one of my best friends, said, "What's t-? she just messaged me? What's today's podcast about? I like to know what's going on behind the scenes." Haha. <laughs> so shout out to Boo. Shout out to Boo because we've shouted out Brett a lot, but we should shout out Boo too. Yeah, we do like we do stand uh, the Boo, Miss Boo, the Boo Meacham. What did I call her that one time when she hates? Banana face. Oh, banana. Nana face. Nana face. She hates bananas. And Joe couldn't remember her name once, so he called her Nana face. And she was like, not happy about it. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't know she had a disdain for bananas. She hates them. She I was just like, and I, I love. Them. I was just like, what's her, what's her name? Oh, bloody Nana face. She thinks I'm gross because I eat bananas. She hates. Well, them. you are gross. Okay. The other day I was facetiming Joe and I'm, I talked about Boo and I call them B and B, Brett and Boo. And because I called Joe B, he was like, oh, you've got another B. I was like, no, that's just literally their initials. <laughs> yeah, well, Brett and Boo are a couple, so they're B and B. Yeah. But I'm also B, so you've got... B, B, B and B, B. You've got, <laughs> so you've got B, 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 which stands for Bimini Bamboolash. So let's bring it full circle and close this podcast out okay. after an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, let's, let me just say, I haven't tweeted team whatever because I'm torn between Lawrence and Bimini. I know Bimini's probably going to I think you can, you can be on more than one team. If I just make two contradictory tweets, one team yeah, Lawrence, yeah, one team yeah. Bimini. I do love Tace as well. I'm not that bothered about Ellie. I'll, she's all right, but she's not my winner. Yeah. So, um, but as we said nearly an hour and a half ago, so you've probably forgotten, but uh, next, well, this this Thursday, Thursday the what? Uh, 16th, 17th, 18th of March. Thursday the 17th, uh, Thursday the 18th of March is the final Episode, finale. The finale. The Denali finale. <laughs> the d- no the finale problem. episode of season two of RuPaul's Drag Race. So because it's the finale, we will probably be talking about it next week as well. Yeah. So if you're not caught up, I suggest you get caught up because I'm not going to not talk about it. And if you don't watch <laughs> Drag Race and you don't want to listen to us speak about it, tough titties. And if you're not watching Untucked, you're only getting half the story. 
I'm not watching Untold. Me neither. It's not it's available. It's never available in the UK. And I'm not trying to hunt online for it. No, me neither. But yeah, that that was our show. That was our this that was this week. We were like, we've got nothing to talk about this week, and this has probably been the longest podcast we've done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, trust. No, but um, I had a good uh, I had a good a uh, good time today. Me too. Mondays are the highlight of my week. And the well, the Mondays are the highlight of my week also. Oh, we're in love. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, I'll see you. I'll see you next week. Um, I'll, you'll smell me first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Everyone, follow us on Twitter at So True Bestie Pod. Love you. <laughs> Goodbye.